All right, good evening. Welcome. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist, host of the Lunch Learn with Dr. Barry, host of Medicine Mondays. And of course, if you're watching me this evening, either on live or replay, host of The Real Physician Reacts. If this is your first time catching this series, this is my weekly show where I come on and I just kind of talk about something that happens across my timeline or something that gets sent to me or something that pops up, right? And of course, a lot of the focus has been, especially over the past month, about monkeypox. And lo and behold, when I was going around thinking, all right, what am I going to be talking about today? The United States, and more in particular, the Biden administration declares monkeypox a public health emergency. Now, today we're going to talk about why this was inevitable. Like, it this should not really come to a shock, especially to those who are in the lunch alert community who've been following along uh, with everything that's been going on monkeypox related. If you're connected from a public health perspective and you're seeing what's happening across the world ge geopolitically, it makes all the sense in the world for the country with the most number of cases of monkeypox outside of its typically endemic region to declare a public health emergency. And more importantly, I'm going to talk about why we should not be like going frantic because they officially did it. Because again, this was something that if, if you've been following along, if you've been either watching on YouTube, listening on a podcast, if you follow me on TikTok, shout out to the TikTok followers out there. If you've been following me on any one of those social media platforms, you kind of know that this was brewing, especially when like on the ground level swell, the amount of questions, concerns, we're just kind of flaring up, right? So we're going to talk about why it's important for the United States to declare this a public health emergency. Of course, you know, if you've been following along with me as a public health, again, I have a master's in public health from uh, Nova Southeastern. Shout out to Dr. Blavo, uh, who made me get that. And I, I talk about how it's probably the most important degree that I have out of all the degrees I got. And I got a master's degree, I got a doctorate degree, I got a couple of bachelors, got high school. Out of all the degrees I got, getting that master's in public health really opened my eyes up to not only what healthcare was and is and how I can take care of the individual person in front of me, but more importantly, how can I take care of the community that I want to serve and take care of, right? So absolutely love this aspect of public health. And we've kind of been down this road. We've been down the road where a disease comes around, and at that time, we didn't know what to do with this disease. It's a new disease, and we saw public health measures not being taken in a rapid fashion. So first of all, I want to say I commend the Biden administration for finally saying, like, yeah, we need to do something. We are not going to wait until it becomes a severe pandemic proportions where you know hundreds of thousands of people across this country are getting, we're not going to wait till that time. We are going to step in right now and say, you know what, we need to do something ASAP, right? So again, shout out to uh, the Biden, again, I don't know who these people are, I don't know, right? But shout out to the Biden administration for really taking a, a, a very, very, again, if you ask some people, it was a late um, effort, but shout out to the Biden administration for taking the effort uh, to say, you know what, we need to do something about this like ASAP, right? So let's go, let's do our, you know what we like to do, let's kind of share our, I want, to, I want y'all to kind of follow along with this article here. Um, just kind of, that kind of just addresses 
uh, the Biden administration saying, hey, you know what? We need to do something about this monkeypox and we need to do it uh, like ASAP, right? Give me a second. All right. So again, this and again, this just just published today, right? This is out of uh, political. Uh, Biden administration declares monkeypox a public health emergency. And I want to make sure y'all can see me. Perfect. Uh, public health emergency and declaring a public health emergency, a move intended to speed up the distribution of vaccine and expand testing out the as the outbreak continues to spread. So, in fact, let me let me show myself first, because I want to highlight why that's important. One of the biggest issues as far as just the, the process of diagnosing, of treating anything especially in a large scale as a whole country, is that there are usually typically rules and steps that you need to follow in a manner that if you don't follow it, you can't go to the next step. So when, when we talk about why you even need to declare a public health emergency, it's when someone recognizes, hey, you know what, the process that we have to either get diagnostic testing, the process that we have to get vaccines and the treatment for the people who want them, right now it's not efficient. And we need to be able to kind of speed up the process to do so. And I'm really stressing that word speed because a lot of you remember when COVID first you know, took over the world and then several months later, we were able to start developing vaccines or the need to get vaccines uh, President Trump enacted what he would call uh, Project Warp Speed. Now, at the time, I knew for a fact it was probably the dumbest name ever. Not dumb because it was something he should not have done, but I knew the general public, when they heard Warp Speed, that was all the ammunition they would need to say, oh my God, they're rushing this. And if they're rushing this, it can't be safe. So even as we, you know, we fast forward and we're declaring a public health emergency, and I kind of mentioned the fact that, yes, we're going to be going through processes. We're going to be speeding up processes. I don't want us to hear speed up and assume we're talking about do something that's not safe. They're going to still do the stuff that's safe. They're going to do it in a safely manner, but they're going to really speed up a lot of the red tape that for majority of the majority of the world, but definitely this country, don't recognize how much red tape is involved in taking care of you. Ask one of your primary care doctors the last time they had to order an imaging study, a, 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 a you know a test, maybe like more of a specialized test. Ask them how much hoops they might have gone through. We've heard about the pre-authorization, you know, you know dilemma, right? Ask them how much hoops they typically have to go through to get that type of testing done. So think about it in a large scale, like states, cities, the whole country needs to go through certain processes to get diagnostic testing, get um, adequate uh, facilities to do the diagnostic testing, get adequate facilities to do the treatment. Like imagine all of the red tape that is typically there. You have to, again, declare an emergency to say, hey, you know what? We got to do something different. Like we, like we can't allow this process to go because one, we're running into a situation which, again, is the reverse of what's going on right now with a lot of the COVID-19 vaccines. We're running into a situation where the demand for the vaccines 
is much higher than the supply. Now, and, and vice versa, when you think about COVID-19, it's the opposite, where we got a lot of COVID-19 vaccines around, but there's not a lot of people clamoring to get said COVID vaccines. So you hear a lot about COVID vaccines being, you know, having to be wasted or, uh, you know, distributed elsewhere because the supplies we have, people aren't clamoring for it. It's a much different story when we're talking about monkeypox. And again, I want to, again, I have to, I definitely have to publicly apologize uh, to that TikToker who asked me probably a few weeks ago, hey, Dr. Pierre, if you thought that COVID-19, do you think if COVID-19 caused a disfiguring lesion, would people be more apt to want to get treatment, to want to protect themselves, to want to get vaccinated? And I said, nah, not this country. I don't know. And when we fast forward two weeks later and we see this monkeypox outbreak continue to ascend, which we know it will, it's a lot of people asking me questions that I'm very shocked by. First of all, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that the energy is there. Right. I love the fact that people are asking me, how do I prevent, prevent, prevent? I love the fact that people are like, can I get the vaccine? When can I get the vaccine? Am I eligible? I love these types of questions because when we talked about COVID-19, again, I'm going to talk about it a lot because it's, it's still fresh on a lot of content creators' minds. Like people were clamoring for the disease of COVID-19 so they can deal with the treatment. Think about this. People were clamoring for the treatment of the, the, the disease, a.k.a. the hydrochloric, uh, what was that? What was the hydrochloroquinone, whatever that worm disease, the horse worm disease. Like they were clamoring for those types of medication to treat themselves of the COVID rather than do the things to prevent themselves from getting COVID in the first place. That's is not only what's happening, that's what's happening now for COVID-19. But the reverse has happened. Right. So the reverse is happening. And we're talking about disease that is typically self-limiting. We're talking about a disease that we know at this time is about 7,100 cases in this country total, 7,100 total since the first uh, diagnosed case in May. And because 7,100 people have this disease, now the, the, the flip has turned and people are like, no, 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 no. How can I prevent myself from ever touching this disease? They want no parts of the disease. And I know a lot of it has to do, unfortunately, with the fact that if you happen to get this disease, you might be in line for some disfiguring lesions, some painful lesions and around your face, stuff that you cannot hide like you could hide with COVID. So because of that fact, the, 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 the pendulum of like, oh, I want to prevent myself from ever getting a disease is very heavy right now for monkeypox, right? Which is what you're seeing um, here, right? So let's, let's go back to, uh, let's go back to that video real quick, that slide, give me a second. All right. Um, we are prepared to take our response to the next level in addressing this virus. A virus. Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra told reporters, and we urge every American to take monkeypox seriously and to take responsibility to help us tackle this virus. Right. And they kind of talked about this memo created by the Human Health Services um, that again, that kind of spread out. Um, this public, I want you this this one I really want us to focus on. This public health emergency will allow us to explore additional strategies to get vaccines and treatments more quickly out to impacted communities. And it will allow us to get more data from jurisdictions so we can effectively track and attack this outbreak. 
This declaration comes as more than 6,600 monkeypox infections have been reported in the United States, a number that has written, risen sharply over the past weeks. The rapid spread, more than 1,200 cases have been reported in the last three days. So let's, again, let's, let's focus on that, right? Like let's, 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 again, let's wrap our minds around what's happening, right? You're having a significant number of cases being diagnosed within the past few weeks, right? Again, at 1,200. Now, again, even though that, that article is a little outdated because it's about 7,100 cases now. We're at 7,100 cases. You're seeing this rise. And because you see this rise, you want no parts of it, right? Let's go to Let's go to this, and we're going to go to CDC just to kind of look at what happened in the United States, what's happening worldwide from a global perspective. But they're seeing the cases here, and the writing is on the wall. And because the writing is on the wall, no one, let me, let me repeat, no one wants any part of what a monkeypox monkey outbreak may look like if we're in comparison to COVID. No one wants any parts of that. And and when and when I and I, stre- I always stress that because I think a lot of people feel like this is a deja vu moment, but we have a lot of factors kind of riding our side. There's a lot of factors, a lot of bonuses for us that are helping us out to say like, all right, no, we're we're taking this more serious. So again, May 17th was the first time we diagnosed a case of monkeypox in this country. And August the 4th, 4th, August 4th, we already got a public health emergency. Why? Because we're not going to allow what happened during COVID. The issue, the biggest, one of the biggest issues with COVID is that we downplayed, downplayed, shoo-shooed, act like it wasn't anything to be concerned about. You guys, I'm pretty sure, remember a lot of the videos, nothing to worry about. That's what was said about COVID-19. And it wasn't until it became such a significant snowballing effect that like they're like all right yep operation warp speed public health emergency it wasn't until it was almost too late right that people said all right we need to like take this serious so what's happening now with this administration is that this administration is like nah we're not going to we're not going to let that ride right that's not going to happen not here so we're going to declare this emergency right now we're going to find out what we need to do right now. We're going to take jurisdiction of vaccines right now. We're going to take jurisdiction of distribution right now, of testing right now, because if we don't do it, like it could be a problem. Now, even though I said all of that, ladies and gentlemen, lunch and learn community, those who may catch a replay or one of my clips on one of my social media platforms, again, do not be fearful like, oh, my God, this is the end or this is another COVID. Right. And in fact, let me let me stress this so we can understand exactly uh, how much this is not another COVID is. Uh, Let's see here. Give me a second. I want to pull up how many COVID cases we have just today. COVID cases. So we can get an idea of you know where we're at uh total let's see all of the oh let me let me stop sharing and <laughs> it'd probably be good if i stop sharing so you guys can actually see what i'm looking at all right so we're looking at covid cases let me take myself out of state of florida just so we can get an idea 
So we got the number of COVID cases. So just for, again, just for context, guys, please, I, I hope you can watch this. We had 217,000 new cases of COVID yesterday. Let's think again. Let's 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 stretch this number out, right? And I want to make sure, like that. You know, in fact, let me. I, I want to make sure that this that's the only thing you see, so no one's like confused. August third, we had two hundred and seventeen thousand new cases of COVID. So when you hear I say we had seventy one hundred total cases thus far. No monkey pox and COVID is not the same thing, y'all. Like, don't let's let let's not do that, right? Let's not confuse numbers and data and reality, right? There is there's a lot going for us with this monkey pox outbreak, and a lot of it starts from the top. It starts from the top because do in fact, let's 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 go. Let's uh let's talk about it. July 23rd, the World Health Organization declared monkeypox a public health outbreak from a global perspective so we again should not be surprised that we would soon follow up and say hey here in the united states it's also a public health emergency just like when new york declared a public health emergency and san francisco declared a public health emergency and in illinois they declared a public health emergency so when you start having your major states declaring public health emergencies it's, it's only a matter of time before the federal government says, like, yeah, like, we're here. We're here with you. And maybe you need a, a California and a New York and an Illinois to declare it first so that the, the federal government can say, oh, yep, this is a problem. This isn't just a New York problem. This isn't just a California problem. This isn't just an Illinois problem. No, this is a problem that the country needs to, to face right now. And again, that's why what's been happening over the probably the past three weeks has been such a fundamental shift in how we want to even deal with the disease process. I love it, though, because, again, it's now we're now back to the point where we're arguing like, hey, like, how can I not get this? And that is the argument we wanted to have with early in COVID. How can I prevent myself from getting COVID? But we, unfortunately, we were not having those conversations with COVID. We were having the conversations, all right, if I get COVID, you know, can I take this dewormer medication? If I get COVID, oh, it only kills one to 2% of people, so I don't have nothing to worry about. Like, that is the conversations that were being had and likely still being had right now with COVID if you still talk to the people who have those types of conversations. But the conversations we're having now with monkeypox, right? And again, I want to, you know, if, if for those who may need a refresher, I have uh, on the bottom of my screen a link to my uh, my monkeypox overview. In fact, I can drop it in the comments as well. Just so we are fully aware of what's going on. I have a refresher on there. I also have my um, my infographic. For you so that, that's that's everywhere we're having such a significant conversation that's so fundamentally different 
So I don't want I don't want us to like ring the alarm like, oh my God, now they, they're declaring this a public health emergency. What do we do? No, we still do the things that we wanted to do that we were supposed to do beforehand. We protect ourselves by sanitizing, washing our hands, alcohol-based hand sanitizers. We protect ourselves by wiping down our stations. Like if you're going to the gym, if you're out and about, if you're working, like we protect ourselves by doing the wipe down. We protect ourselves because we know monkeypox. It isn't, it isn't a airborne in the sense that if I'm just talking, it's going to remain in the air. It's airborne in the sense that if I'm talking to you face to face, I some of my spits right may go in your mouth and then bam, like you, you may possibly have it, right? Like that's when we talk about the airborne aspect of it. Um, yes, it typically takes much more intimate level of con contact, right? So you just kind of randomly brushing up against a stranger at the bus stop, that's not going to do it, right? But you hugging up and, you know, doing the, the cuddling, right, with your significant other or someone else who may have it, like that can do it, right? We, and we have plenty, just go to the overview, right? So you'll just, that, that way we don't have to rehash the, you know, how you get it, how you spread it. Like that's in the overview. It's just, it's, 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 it's under here. It's there. Right. And before we leave, I want to, again, just kind of give us a visual picture because, you know, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the visual picture. So we can kind of see, like, how is it happening? How is the world dealing with this? Right. Because I find especially in this country, we tend to be very geocentric. So we need to kind of understand, like, all right, how is the world rocking with monkeypox right now? Um, you know, outside of the way we're rocking with monkeypox. Go to CDC here, just so you can kind of see the uh, global. This is just so we can kind of see the global cases. Perfect. So right now we have about twenty six thousand eight hundred sixty four total cases of monkeypox during this outbreak, and and this obviously is the biggest number, right? Twenty six thousand five hundred and nineteen are in countries that have not historically reported monkeypox. Like that is. The, the telltale sign, that is where the alarm is happening. And when I when I talk to people, people are saying like, well, why, why are, you know, what, because I saw, I was reading an article, I posted it on my TikTok about how, you know, Africa is, you know, upset at this response that is happening right now with monkeypox. Because monkeypox been happening over there. It's been a thing over there, but all of a sudden people suddenly are, are worried about it. Now, we know the reasons why. We can have a whole Real Physician Reacts episode just on that. But understand that this is the reason why we're talking about monkeypox today is that 26,519 cases are happening in places where it typically does not occur. We're not talking about monkeypox because of the 345 cases that they usually goes down in. We're talking about it in the because 26,000 cases are happening in places where it doesn't occur. Or even more better, in 81 different countries, y'all, 81 different countries, we see monkeypox occurring that we typically don't see it occurring. Again, we don't care that it's happening in a seven country. And I, I hate to say we don't care, but like, the let me let me take that back. The response would not be as vibrant globally if it was just happening in these seven countries, which we know. It's, it's, it's vibrant. The discussions are lively. People are asking questions about it because of the 81 um, countries that are affected. And then just so you can kind of see, just so, you, you know, a quick little, you know, COVID, um, uh, not COVID, um, 
monkeypox update. Right now, 7,100 cases uh, found. And somehow, some way, again, I don't know how true this is, Montana and Wyoming have zero cases, y'all. Like, I don't know if any one of my, you know, Lunch and Learn community members or, you know, people who follow me stay in Montana, Wyoming. If y'all could explain how Montana, Wyoming seem to, like, be able to skip it. Idaho has five. North Dakota has one. South Dakota has one. Nebraska has 10. But these two just have zero, again, reported cases. And then, again, you can you can just kind of take a look at the map. The dark blue, California, 826. Texas, 559. Florida, 577. Georgia, 544. We talked about Illinois being 571. New York, 1700 and like 1748, right? Like the numbers are there, right? The numbers are there. They're, they're increasing, they're rising. But I, again, I just commend, I commend the mix. Let me stop sharing so I can get out of here. Um, I do commend what's happening with the country because just like with COVID, we are number one. We're the number, we have the most cases outside of where cases typically occur. We're number one. United States, again, we like being number one with these types of things. We're number one with COVID. We're number one with COVID deaths. And now monkeypox is here. We're also number one with that. So because we're number one, that comes great responsibility and the responsibility to take action sooner. So you're going to see over the next several weeks, a much more robust public health response in regards to education. You're going to see a much a significant response as far as distribution, getting vaccines. Because remember, guys, I, I said it before, like the supply is here, but the demand of people who actually want these vaccines crazy is here. It's wild. And we got to somehow, we don't know how we're going to fill this gap here. It's a big gap. It's a big gap of people who want the vaccine versus the number of vaccines we actually have. Like, and again, not the CRS. Not to say like, oh, you're not going to be able to get a vaccine, but we're going to be diligent in who we give the vaccine to. So do I see us opening up the coffers to give everyone who wants a vaccine? Not at this moment. Not at this moment. Not until, you know, they're able to produce enough to meet that demand until until this clears, right? Until this is even or even here. Until that occurs, you're going to have to have certain stipulations, you know, to meet criteria to get that vaccine. Like it just it just is what it is. Right. So, again, uh, again, definitely an important discussion to have. I almost feel like monkeypox is taking over our primary discussion as far as medical diseases are concerned, especially with this real physician react. But it just is what it is when when new stuff happens. We got to discuss it here, right? So again, I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. That's where it mostly goes down. Um, and I typically only broadcast to the YouTube and then even my Facebook group. But I decided a topic like this, let me just tell all of my social media platforms. So if you follow me on my personal Facebook, it's going there. If you're seeing me on Twitter, it's there. Um, I don't think I posted on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is kind of funky with it. Uh, but it's pretty much everywhere where it needs to be. So you guys be blessed. Have a great evening. Stay safe. Because, uh, again, monkeypox is here. We're not scared of it. 
your health content creators across all your social media platforms. We, we're ready, right? Because we were here during COVID. We've been talking during COVID. We're going to keep talking during uh, this monkeypox outbreak. So you guys be blessed. Have a great evening. I'm going to see you guys uh, next week.